Grand Rising, and welcome to episode 86, Self-Sabotage. First of all, I just want to say happy commercial Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. As we all know, Mother's Day is uh, 365 days a year, seven days a week, 24-7, okay? So, um, but, you know, thank you, Hallmark, or thank you to the lady who years ago... uh, (laughs) Um, deem this day Mother's Day. So big ups. I want to talk to you guys today about self-destructing behavior and sabotaging, not even sabotaging, just destructing yourself to keep from imploding someone else. I know so many people, so many people that, you know, their childhoods were just just crap for, for lack of a better word, like the people that were supposed to love and protect them, they didn't. Right. And the people that were supposed to, supposed to love and protect them fell down on their job. They, and I'm sorry, selfish, selfish, right. Didn't protect you. But what I'm finding is a lot of these people that still are very, very much encased even now still inside of childhood trauma that they can't really express it they can't let all the rage up they can't let all the anger up they can't even speak the words because of this fake ass reverence or respect for these people, oh, I love, but I love this person, you know, but I can't say that, you know, because that's mom. I can't say this because, you know, that's dad. Okay. And, and that doesn't change it. That doesn't change the fact that you have these feelings. Um, the fact that you feel some type of way about how you were treated or mistreated as a child, you still have a right to speak those truths and how that lands. It lands. You don't owe someone respect and protection who never respected or protected you. And that's why people are in such turmoil. That's why people are in such turmoil. I talked to someone who said, oh, I just rather stay high and then I don't think about it. But then, you know, her mom called and oh my God, happy Mother's Day tomorrow, mom. When this is the person that left you when you were eight. This was the person that gave you crystal meth when you were 18 at your dad's funeral. But you owe this motherfucker respect? You don't want to hurt her? Are you kidding me? That's why people are out here imploding themselves. That's why people are have drug um, drug problems, alcohol abuse, because they won't discuss with the person that they need to be discussing these things with. They won't talk about it. Oh, I, brought, I, I asked this person, I said, have you ever talked to your mom about that? I tried to one time, but you know, I just, I just don't want to hurt her. But you can, you can hurt yourself. You'd rather hurt yourself. I mean, this 
irritates me. It irritates me. And like I told you guys before in a previous podcast, like it kind of, it's kind of close to home to me because my dad did the same thing. Like my dad experienced the same thing. Like he couldn't find it in him to say what he needed to say to his mother out of respect. He couldn't be present for us and he took his frustrations with her out on himself and out on us. So this hits close to home to me and it it honestly makes me sick. It honestly makes me sick. It, you know, I used to, when I was younger, like I always, if you did something to me, I didn't care. I didn't care if you were an adult. I didn't care what I was going to say. You know, you did such and such, or you said such and such. I remember one time I was walking down the street with my aunties. They had took us, taken us to the candy store. And, you know, I was kind of lagging behind the other kids, just kind of, you know, listening because I was a masterful ear hustler. So I heard my aunt say, walk up a little bit. She told me to walk up a little bit with the other kids. And as I started walking up, I heard my aunt say, I don't like her. Right? She said that. So I was like, wow. So later on at, at our house, um, cause she was visiting from out of town and she was trying to show me something. She's trying to tell me something. And I looked her dead in her eyes and I said, you said you don't like me. And she said, she was shocked. And she said, no, baby, I wasn't talking about you. But instinctively to me, I always felt that she was right. I had no way to prove it, but I always felt like she was talking about me. But anyway, um, but you have to have that level of, like, I was a little kid. I probably was like six or seven, right? I probably was like six or seven, but you have to say what it is that you need to say. And you let, you, I talk about this all the time, taking the coals off of your head. Like you got these burning, smoldering coals sitting on top of your head for something that somebody did or said to you. Cause you don't want to say nothing. Oh, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to hurt them. But you want to hurt. We've got to get it together. Like we've got to get it together. It's it's time for self-preservation. You got to sink, baby, or you're going to swim. You got to make a decision. And I don't care if it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. You go back and heal yourself. You go find yourself. Wherever you were hurt, wherever you were scarred, wherever you were broken, you go back and find that child and you heal it. And if you are fortunate enough to face your abuser, then you do that. The other day I was talking to, it was uh, someone that I know she had put up a Facebook post about child being molested as a child and how she just never thought it was fair that the person that did it to her, there was no consequences, right? It was never talked about. And I said in her comments, I said, yeah, I, I, first of all, I was grateful to her for being courageous and putting that post up because most women don't want to talk about it. You know, we don't want to talk about it. And, and I said, well, I think it's, we should start naming them. Like we should start um, saying their names. But even when I said that I had resistance within me, like, oh my God, what would that person think? Or did why do we want to protect people that have hurt us? 
Man, this is a, this is, if we can figure this part out, if we can get to the bottom of this well and figure out why we want to protect people that have hurt us, because that's the trick. That's the trick, right? People that have harmed us, stolen from us, taken things from us, mind, body, spirit, whatever, traumatized us. Why do we feel like we have to protect those people? Why do they, they don't deserve protection. They don't, they don't deserve protection or compassion or protection. They can get it. And I don't care if it's been 20 or 50 years, you need to face your abuser. You need to let them know what they did to you was not fucking cool. But sit and talk now, I love them. What's love got to do with it? Love don't have nothing to do with this. Love don't live here. Love don't live in this space. Healing, you, you can't love until there's healing. There can't be love until there is healing. I'm going to say that again. There cannot be love until, until there is healing. If there's a pussy, festering, disgusting, unhealed wound, wound that's just oozing pus and sickness, love is not there. Now, if you want love, then you do the work to heal yourself, to heal that wound, so there can be love. But you can't love from a space of sickness. It just, the two cannot exist. Absolutely, they cannot exist in the same space. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I hope this finds you well. You know I love you. Grow in peace.